This episode is brought to you by our patrons. As a lifestyle influencer patron, you get to watch the episodes of each podcast. You also get a collectible season sticker with other exclusive downloads. Join now at patreon.com forward slash Christian Influencer Inspired. Welcome to Christian Influencer Inspired Podcast, a podcast about lifestyle influence with Zona Garrett and Kelly Morefield. I'm Zona Garrett. I am a personal and professional coach with ChristianInfluencerInspired.com, who, along with my team, has helped hundreds of individuals and entrepreneurs live and work in alignment with their God-given areas of influence. I am the co-founder of an anti-trafficking nonprofit, Bring Freedom, a veteran podcaster and speaker, also heard on the Persons with Lived Experience podcast or in conferences near you. My name is Kelly Moorefield. And there are a lot of things I could say about myself. I've gone a lot of places and I've done a lot of things. But the most important thing about me is that I am a disciple of Jesus. Today, Kelly, you are um, filling in for Mindy. And we're very excited that you're here. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Uh, We're going to talk about one of my favorite topics, which is receiving love from the Lord. And this is going to be a two-parter. So if you're listening to this one, make sure you listen to the next one. It'll be on tomorrow. I kind of sprung this on Kelly. (laughs) As we've been kind of going through the different topics for this month on the podcast, we've been kind of looking into what does it look like to actually receive love from the Lord? And what maybe are some of the things that are standing in the way of receiving love from the Lord? And Kelly and I were having a really good discussion. And it's so funny when you start sharing some of these things, how um, it's almost like Holy Spirit's like, and this. (laughs) Yes. So I was really wanting to share a little bit about this topic because Sometimes when you're on your walk and your journey as a Christian, you think I should be at a certain place by a certain time, or I've, I've walked with the Lord for a certain amount of time. So I should have this quote unquote level of something. And I, I don't know that I've actually shared this on the podcast before, but I got saved watching a televangelist in my living room. I remember I I very clearly could feel Holy Spirit pulling me to give my life to Jesus. I didn't know it was Holy Spirit at the time, right? That's knowledge much after the fact. And I remember kneeling down in our very blue 90s carpet. <laughs> it was shag with a really good pile on it. And um, just giving my heart to Jesus right in that moment. And we didn't go to church. We weren't active with the church body. Um, My parents were divorced Mm -hmm. and had been divorced since I was very young. And we had church hopped a lot. But in a lot of churches at that time, if your parents were divorced, kids didn't want you to hang or parents didn't want you to hang out with their kids. Right. Because they acted like, well, if your parents are divorced and their kids hang out with you, then we'll get divorced too. As if that would have anything to do with it. And um, 
but I, I still walked with the Lord. I prayed. I, I remember, you know, um, my mom was trying her very best and she got me a precious moments Bible. (laughs) (laughs) I remember what those looked like. (laughs) Right. And, um, you know, like we, we were doing the best that we could in a broken home with, with lots of things going on and doing our best to follow Jesus with, you know, just life things happening. It was several years before I ended up finding a church that I was even able to be a part of. And, you know, when you're, when you're kind of walking alone and you aren't really actually listening to televangelists or in community or, you know, having that guidance directly, sometimes um, you just learn what you can. So I started at the beginning of the Bible and I read through a lot of the Old Testament. And if you know, in a lot of the Old Testament, there's a lot of God's anger and, (laughs) you know, destroying whole people groups. And um, I remember at some point I had kind of picked up this idea that, you know, Jesus had died for me and I knew that Jesus had died for me, but there were people that Jesus died for that God didn't really like. And that's why they had to go through the kinds of things that they had to go through. Um, Almost like there were the people that he protects and the people that he doesn't protect. So if you skip forward to, I don't know, maybe 12 years old, something like that. I remember like I was ticked. I was in the middle of one of the really bad seasons of my life and I was actually yelling at the Lord. And I very rarely yelled at the Lord. I was not, I I was like a loud kid, but I wasn't an angry kid, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, I remember I, I was so furious because of all the things that were happening and everything like you want to hear more about that side of my story, you have to listen to the other podcast. Um, I'll link that (laughs) description. But I remember just screaming at the Lord, you know, like, why do you have people that you love and other people that are like throwaway people? You know, like, I felt like my whole life was to be used and abused for other people's pleasure and that I wasn't enough to be loved or protected. And my proof, right, was there's a scripture in the Bible that says the Lord protects those he loves. And Mm -hmm. I was like literally yelling this at him going, see, I can prove that you don't love me because your word says that you protect those you love and I've never been protected. Mm -hmm. And um, it was the first time I felt Holy Spirit kind of wrap around me. That night, it was like the Lord walked me through what uh, free will was and how what was happening in my childhood was not the plan for my life. It's not why he created me and it wasn't his preference for me, but it was the result of somebody else's sin. Sometimes like in situations like mine, it's the result of multiple people's sin you know, kind of compounding together to create this type of a situation. It was life altering having an understanding that even though these things were happening in my life, it wasn't the plan of the Lord for those things to happen in my life. Now, 
that's for a 12 year old. Okay. So obviously free will and some of those concepts are very complicated for somebody that didn't grow up in church and didn't have access to that type of mentorship or, you know, Bible teaching or, or whatever. So when I say that, you know, Holy Spirit kind of explained these things to me, it was very much like a, I would have had no way of knowing that from my, Mm -hmm. you know, context that that wasn't stuff we talked about in my family. That wasn't stuff that was, you know, we were raised in or things like that. So it was, it was profound knowledge that I would have no other way of knowing that was Mm -hmm. really like that, that type of a revelation from the Lord. Even with that experience, I did not actually feel the love of the Lord toward myself So I would say from the age of 12 to probably 21, it was more like God tolerated me because Jesus had died for me. And there were Mm -hmm. all these things that had happened to me because of other people's sin. But that doesn't necessarily mean that he, I was one of his chosen ones, if that makes sense. Our brains go into funky places. We make up things, we make up ideas, we make up concepts. And that was one of those things that my brain had made up to try to explain what had happened in my life. So Mm -hmm. when you fast forward to being 21, it was like all of a sudden I had gone through several rounds of, you know, forgiving others and walking through forgiveness for my childhood and for the different things that had happened to me and Mm -hmm. all of those pieces. And then I was in a prayer room. I, at that point was so uh, tortured that I really wasn't sleeping at all and having a lot of nightmares of stuff from my childhood And the only time that I could sleep was when I would go to the prayer center. And then um, through some amazing people, they had walked me through some healing and some deliverance, some sozo, some, you know, laying on of hands in the very best way. And it was like there, there was finally enough room in my heart to open myself back up to emotion, to open myself back up to um, not being numb in order to survive. Mm -hmm. And that was probably a three year long process to get through that, you know, just not being numb anymore. And I was in the prayer room and all of a sudden I felt the love of the Lord, like actually fall on me, like a tangible presence. I don't think my feet touched the ground for nine months. (laughs) (laughs) It was the craziest feeling. Like it was the first time in my life that I, I, I knew that I was loved and I was accepted and I was valued and that I had value, even if I didn't do anything else for anyone else. Right. So it was the first time I could walk into a room and be like, I don't have to ask if somebody else cares that I'm here. Mm hmm. I don't have to worry about whether or not somebody's going to be upset if I said something or not. Not that I was trying to be offensive. Okay. For clarity. (laughs) Um, You know, but I had walked in so much insecurity and so much self-hatred and I had really, really accepted this pack of lies that, Mm -hmm. you know, the Lord had taken from, you know, the age of 12, probably actually all the way back to the age of seven, to 21 to walk me through to healing 
before I actually felt his love. And Mm -hmm. if you would have asked me at any point up to that time, I would have said, of course the Lord loves me. Of course, because it says it in the Bible. But it was very different from what I knew here to what I actually felt in receiving the love from the Lord. I know you had said when I was kind of sharing a little bit of this earlier, that there was something that the Lord had kind of popped into your head. Talking about, you know, his, his love for me has been quite a journey um, because like you, I I had a pretty rough childhood as well. And uh, when, when I came to the Lord and I mean, just, just thinking about how he, came into my life is quite a miracle in itself because I wasn't pursuing him at all. Mm -hmm. I was not interested in God. I was not convicted in any way of the things that I was involved with. And he showed up and just snatched me right out of the darkness. And I thank God for that all the time. So there's a a tangible right there that he does see me and Mm -hmm. he does care about me and he loves me. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but I also, like you had a whole lot of hurt and anger and, and different things that were kind of blocking from that. Mm-hmm. And right now, God and I are, um, continuing on a journey of really, really, um, intimately knowing his love for me so that I can love other people with his love in, in, in a better way. You yeah. know, I, I think of, the scripture that talks about like we love because he first loved us. Mm-hmm. And so I can't love other people well unless I really truly know his love for me. Yeah. And so me and God have been walking down different roads and chewing on that. And um he's been revealing different things to me and and showing up in my life in different different ways, sometimes in the word, sometimes just by his presence when I'm in, in worship with him, you know, whatever it is. But um, one of the, one of the times that like when you were talking about the first time that you really felt the love of the Lord. And I was thinking back to when did I first really, really grasp that he really loves me. Mm -hmm. And um, you and I have been friends for a very long time. And, and uh, I remember when you, you gave, uh, you gave us a passion Bible, uh, from the passion translation. And, uh, in the, the, the book, the song of songs, uh, Mm -hmm. there, there's an intro there. And he says, if you can try to read the whole book all the way through in Mm -hmm. one sitting, um, and see what God does with that. And so I, I took the challenge and I sat on my living room couch and I read, the whole thing out loud to myself. And I noticed something peculiar happening. Um, By chapter two, I understood that this was not, you know, uh, uh, like a poem between the king and his fiance, you know, it was really a letter between God and me. Yeah. And then like by chapter four, I was starting to like it. He was really, really talking to me. Yeah. And I started to, to tear up, you know, and by chapter six, I'm like, I'm like crying 
while mm -hmm. I'm reading this and I'm just like realizing he delights in me. Yeah. Like this was such a foreign concept to me mm -hmm. uh, that he actually wants to spend time with me. <laughs> yeah. He, you know, it, he likes me, not only loves me. Yep. And uh, by, by chapter eight, I was a wrecked mess on my couch, just, just holding, I was hugging my Bible to myself and just like, he loves me. He loves me. <laughs> oh, it was just, it was, um, it was the first time that I felt like I really, really grasped that. And I, I remember thinking to myself in the midst of the, the tears and that swirling in that revelation, I remember thinking to myself, this is all I need. Like mm -hmm. if, if nothing else happens in my life, if, if I never go anywhere, do anything, you know, if God never calls me to anything else, just knowing that he loves me and he sees me and, and he wants to be with me. Yeah. That's all I need. <laughs> yeah. That's, it's good. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, well, we're going to, to cut for a quick break um, to let you guys hear from some of our sponsors, but we'll be right back and we'll be uh, talking about how comfort is part of letting the Lord love us. Are you trying to preserve what you have in your garden? I have some great tips in my Amazon storefront of things that I use where you can watch my video about quick pickling carrots or some other things that will go along with this section of the episode about meal planning. Just some fun behind the scenes. So make sure you check out my Amazon storefront if you look in the description or at the link in my bio on any of our social media. See you guys over there. Do you need a great local or online place to pick up the perfect Christian gifts, such as personalized books, journals, Bibles for littles, or maybe games for the family, or even calendars for back to school? As we get ready for back to school and eventually Christmas, check out Books a Million on our link tree. I've been part of the Millionaires Club since 2021, and I always get complimented on my gift finds from Books a Million. Thank you guys so much for supporting our sponsors. We could not do this without you or without them. Check out their links in the show notes, or they're always available on our website, christianinfluencerinspired.com. Don't forget to subscribe and like the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and share with a friend. We talk about building a lifestyle of love, identity, flow, and uh, encountering God to influence the world. Let's just start that over. Okay. <laughs> we talk about building a lifestyle of love and identity, flow, and encountering God to influence the world. To receive love from God, we lean on his promises of our daily bread, which includes comfort. So we're back and I know that you had kind of had something pop up from your uh, Bible app that the Lord was kind of impressing on your heart. Did you want to read that? Yeah. So in my version Bible app, uh, the verse of the day today in the Passion Translation is 2 Corinthians 
chapter one, verse three and four. And I thought it was so fitting for this conversation today. I love how the Lord does stuff like that. Great. So it says, all praises belong to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. For he is the Father of tender mercy and the God of endless comfort. He always comes alongside us to comfort us in every suffering so that we can come alongside those who are in any way, I'm sorry, who are in any painful trial. We can bring them this same comfort that God has poured out upon us. And I thought that this was so fitting for this conversation because for the longest time, I did not know how to let God comfort me. Mm -hmm. I didn't understand that side of his love. Yeah. And uh, as I was learning more about his Holy Spirit and uh, more about who he is, mm -hmm. I, I made some foolish decisions. And I would hear the Lord speak to my heart, Kelly, get in my word. Kelly, let me teach you about myself. Mm -hmm. um, but because I had such a, a research mind, uh, I wanted to listen to all the podcasts and I wanted to read all the books about Holy Spirit. And I wanted to yep. look at all the different YouTube pastors and, and just like, Oh, I need to learn about your Holy Spirit. Okay. What all resources are out there instead of just being in his word and allowing him to teach me about himself. And so That's why a lot of our uh, well-balanced reader is so much scripture because yes. we really don't have anything else if we don't have that strong tie to the word of God. Right. You can definitely <laughs> skew to the left or to the right pretty far. Mm -hmm. um, and so in all of that, one of the things I had learned was like, just have faith, just have mm -hmm. faith. All you need is faith. And so, you know, no matter what's happening, just, you know, keep declaring the truth declare the word of God, like I'm the daughter of the, the most high, you know, this can't happen to me. All of these types of things, like just have faith and God will come through. And so I was practicing that um, while God called me to get rid of everything I owned and move myself and my three children across the country without a job lined up, without an apartment or a house or anything, without knowing anyone. Mm -hmm. And obviously that can be very stressful. So I, I remember we lived in a hotel for two and a half months before mm -hmm. I found a place to live and a job. Mm -hmm. And that was incredibly difficult. And God did not forewarn me that that would happen <laughs> when he said, hey, pack up everything and move. So I remember being in this hotel room and I was internally feeling so um, distraught, really. I was just kind of like in a panic internally. I could just feel just such angst. Mm -hmm. um, and I was really externally really trying to stand on the word, stand on the truth, stand on the promises, all the things, and just shove away this fear that was really trying to just take over. 
Yeah. And I, I felt the Lord, the presence of God come into the, just fill up this hotel room. And he rebuked me, which I was very surprised about, but I mean, knowing him now uh, in a deeper way, it was so good. It was so, so needed. And mm -hmm. he said, Kelly, you need to let me comfort you. I am your comforter, but mm -hmm. you have to let me comfort you. Yeah. And in that moment, I had this, this download of understanding that my whole life, I had to be strong. I had to take care of myself. You know, there were things in my past that uh, made me feel like I needed to be strong, but I had, I had taken what happened in my past with my earthly fathers and I had put it on him, mm -hmm. on my heavenly father. And I was not allowing myself to be comforted. I had to be strong. I had to have faith, you know, all of that. But he's also like, like the word here says, he is the father of tender mercy and the God of endless comfort. And I was being disobedient to him by not allowing him to comfort me when I very clearly needed it. <laughs> yeah. So I felt like I just, I broke in that moment. And I remember sitting on the floor, curled up next to the hotel bed, leaning into it like, like I was leaning into Jesus. And I just cried and cried and cried and, and allowed him to hold me. And I really felt almost like tangibly, like him just wrap himself around me. And like I was in his lap and it, it's a moment I'll never forget. And, um, you know, I tried to remember to let him comfort me <laughs> as we're walking this journey of, of, getting a deeper understanding of his love for me. Sure. I think that's really powerful because I think there are a lot of us that didn't always have the best relationship with parents or we had parents that were trying everything that they could that were not able to live up to all the things that we needed. Right. Um, but that doesn't mean that we don't have the full ability to be reparented by the Lord, mm -hmm. including like learning how to receive comfort, learning how to receive love, learning how to be protected, like we talked about earlier. Um, and those things are vital, right? To deep relationship and deeply being connected. So on tomorrow's episode, we'll get into more of that receiving love so we can uh, share that love with others. Um, so be looking forward to that. And then you can see any of the video episodes. So if you actually would like to see Kelly's face, because she is notoriously silent on social media. <laughs> yeah, sorry. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so when you become a patron of the show at the patreon.com forward slash Christian influencer inspired, you can see the video episodes and Kelly's face. <laughs> Bye guys. Thank you for having me. You're welcome.